The 2023 Kansas City Chiefs have a schedule, opponents, and a lot of miles they're going to travel. What time and where? What does it look like? And what are the keys to this season for Kansas City? Today, on Locked On Chiefs Live. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. It is Locked On Chiefs, a special live edition. Hope you're able to join us. We are going to go over the schedule release and what the Chiefs can take away from this, what they have to plan for, and a couple of really, really unique things that we haven't seen in Kansas City in quite a long time. A lot to cover here, but I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, home of the Athletic Matrix. You can find me at rogueapc.com, nfl33.com, and RGR Football. I'm Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner. There's a lot to talk about. The Chiefs are traveling a lot of miles, and we finally know what the schedule looks like. Uh, let's just dive right into it. The one thing I want to say off the top, I am just absolutely shocked that they only have two noon games. Yeah, that's A team crazy. that has consistently played noon just about half the schedule at least. It's like and the now teams no from the Central Time Zone or something, right? Yeah. Ah. Uh... It is definitely unique, uh, folks. We'll try to get it up here on the screen for you in a little bit. Please like, sub, and hit the bell over on YouTube because while this is a special live show, we're here five days a week, and you want to get those notices because it does give you a lot of information about when we go live and what's going on. We'll have breaking news when we need it. Breaking news tonight is we had heard about the kickoff game. That's a prime timer on uh, September 7th, week one. That's pretty cool. Love being on prime time. Going to do a lot of that this week. Uh, this year, sorry, uh, just starting with week one. But then it rolls to, like you said, the one noon game on the schedule that is not nationally televised. The one normal game for the season is going to be week two against a Jags team that Chiefs have played and beaten a couple of times recently, but a team that I think is on the up and come, to tell you the truth. And having that be the one uh, week where the, it's kind of a normal process, I think that helps get the, the season started off on a way that we think has to be uh, – feel pretty good to the team, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And I will say, I don't want to overlook the Lions game because I do think that there is, you know, there's a sentiment out there and I guess I'll just show this as, as one of the comments. <laughs> I actually <laughs> tend to disagree with that because I do think the Lions are going to be a much better team this year. Uh, the one thing I will say is Kansas City already has two Thursday night games. So I don't think that that's going to be uh, a situation where they could potentially play three the nice thing about being the champion is you get to have a week and a half off between your first and your second game. So that's going to be a positive in my mind for Kansas City. Yeah, for sure. And and folks, the first thing, uh, Matt Derrick mentioned something today, and he and I do the same thing. I always look at the buy first. We're going to talk about that in the next segment and what that means to break the season up. And then we'll give you some looks at where the, the good parts and the bad parts of this uh, season's schedule are going to be in, in the last segment. But right here, it's getting off to a good start, and that's why I just want to focus on the first part of this particular uh, season. You get Chicago with Ryan Poles week three. I think that's going to be a, a more difficult game than, than we're getting uh, prepared for right now. Then you come back with what a lot of people are considering, not only the game of, of week four, but maybe the game of the first quarter of the season. It's going to be Jets versus Chiefs. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers in a new city, in a new uniform against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be an All-State commercial or whatever for that week. But that's going to be a challenge, I think. In the first quarter, looks like it's something that they can come away with. I'm feeling pretty confident it's going to be maybe not blowout games. But 4-0 is certainly in the realm of possibility here. 
Yeah, I will say I think it's better to get the Bears early on than it would be to get them later in the year because I do think the mm-hmm. Bears are going to be an ascending team throughout the season as well. Uh, but I do like the chances of, against the Lions and the Jaguars. Though the Jaguars are going to present a huge test for Kansas City because assuming that they get to their regular season healthy, they're going to have three huge targets at wide receiver. Uh, and that's going to be definitely that's going to be definitely hard for Kansas City to guard against. Yes, they have great corners, but that's going to be a challenge. Uh, I do think that the Jets game is going to be intriguing because Kansas City and Aaron Rodgers have never played has never played Patrick Mahomes in a regular season game. I don't think they even played in the preseason because uh, Aaron Rodgers never played the preseason. And funny enough, we actually got the preseason schedule as well. Mm-hmm. And this year, the the Packers aren't on it. Hey, shocking, shocking. Imagine what the thought process was there. That's the first quarter. And Dirty, thank you for setting me straight. It is State Farm. I always uh, mess those two things up. And then we come back and we start uh, early in week six, the first Broncos matchup of the year. They've been playing late a lot lately. Now it's week six to start the second quarter of the season where you go Broncos, Chargers, Broncos in three successive weeks in October followed by the Germany trip, November 5th. That is going to be an 8 a.m. kick, and that's definitely different. Now, this is going to start what's going to be the second quarter, and we'll talk about that here later in the show. But this is, especially the Broncos, you can talk about Peyton all you want. You can talk about the Chargers. I'm sure every national talking head will about how they're the greatest thing ever. I think you can easily go 2-2 and here, maybe even 3-1, and and get through this, this section, the second quarter of the season. Well, I think you skipped the Vikings game, which is week five. Oh, did I do that but, on purpose? Still, Vikings, Broncos, enough. Chargers, Broncos. Still two Broncos games in, in a quarter. Yes. Uh, but I will say the one thing that I, that we should point out here is the Broncos, the first Broncos game is a Thursday night game. And I actually think that works out in Kansas City's favor because they're going up against the Chargers the next week. They will have 10 days to prepare for that game. They're only going to have a couple of days to prepare for the Broncos, but they will have 10 days to prepare for the Chargers. And that is a plus. And I, I think that probably feeds in there. I just that's really tight to play the same team twice in what 17 days. Uh that's, that's quite they, a bit. That's kind of what they have done though recently with right? some of the AFC West t- teams. And sometimes it's even the Broncos. I mean the Broncos I think were twice in a month last year as well and maybe twice in a month the year before. So it doesn't shock me that they're doing that. The thing that is different is it's so early in the season versus it's been later in the year in years past. And I think that kind of lends to the flow of what we're going to see later. And certainly matchups are going to be important down the line. We'll get to that later in the show. Um, But the really tricky part and the bye week are contained in the middle of the season in what I call the third quarter, uh, the the third group of four games. We'll talk about that in just a minute, as well as need to remind you guys, we're here five days a week. And this is just the beginning of how we're going to be looking at what this season is going to look like. And I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar, because if you haven't tried these bars yet, you absolutely need to. They're absolutely delicious. Built Bar is a fantastic snack. Ryan, thank you so much for sharing your stash. I'm sure you still hide them from your daughters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for something that's healthier, try a Built Bar. They are healthy and they taste amazing. And you do not understand how good they are until you actually give them a try. What makes Built Bar so good for, well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. What is so amazing about Bilt Bars is they are very healthy for you. They only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 
and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait to get Built Bars at Built.com. You can go get them at Walmart or Sam's Club, or you can get your specialty Built Bars at Built.com. Head to your nearest Walmart, get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. And at Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box of Hit Flavors, Brownie Batter Puff, and Churro Puff. You can thank us later. I will definitely thank you. And I thank the league for this schedule because I'm happy about one thing in particular. And I'm sharing, uh, I'll share my screen here, Chris, if you can put that up for everybody. Uh, Sean, no, you didn't miss it. It is out and we're going through it. We're about halfway. The first half of the season is kind of covered here. Uh, Lions, Jags, Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. Uh, I kind of messed that up uh, a minute ago, but that's the first eight games. And then it gets kind of funky. And like I said, they are going overseas, going to travel a lot of miles for a November 5th game that kicks at 8.30 a.m. That is definitely different. It's part of the the league's focus on expanding the league across the world. Um, This is in no small part due to uh, Clark Hunt and what he sees as the vision for the future of the NFL. Uh, It is the Chiefs being on the forefront of it. And when you come off a championship, it makes a lot of sense as well. But the interesting thing to me is the way that they laid out the third quarter of the games, uh, games uh, 9, 10, 11, and 12, right? And that is November 5 in Germany. Then you get a bye week. So you get some time to come back and readjust, reacclimate. That is quite a long trip. Then and you an go, extra day. Right, definitely. Then you get the Monday night game on the following week. So that is 15 complete days between ball games. That's a pretty good stretch. Then you get the Raiders on November 26th, and then it is the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football, December 3rd. So in the in the gap of 28 days, uh, you're going to have 15 where you don't play a ball game. That's kind of unique. But despite it being a little bit weird, I love where they put the bye because it allows them to go be ambassadors for the NFL and not get penalized for it. I think that's important. If you're going to send teams farther than it is uh, to go to London, et cetera, like I know it's it's just like a time zone or something, but it's still significant. And I like having the later bye week so that it's it's splitting the season more perfectly in half. Uh, you know, nine games up front, eight games in the in the back half of the season. I like the way they did this. What do you think? Well, and you can't get much more broken up than they did this. Uh, you know, with the bye week, either week nine or week 10 is the perfect way to split it if you're looking to trying to be in the middle of, of the schedule. So at this point, I think that they did a great job giving the Chiefs the opportunity to have some rest, uh, get ready for some different games. The Sunday night game against the Green Bay Packers is going to be intriguing to me because at that point, we will know what Jordan Love is able to do for Green Bay. We will know what type of offense they're going to have, what type of team that is going to be on December 3rd and then they come back and they look at a very tough schedule for the next couple for the next five weeks really yeah but the big thing is right after the bye after that extra rest is they get the rematch with the Philadelphia Eagles I personally I haven't made the the predictions folks we will do that over the summer before we get to training camp and predict next season but right now, I got to tell you, I'm leaning towards Eagles and Chiefs doing a repeat of what we just saw happen. If you happen to be on YouTube, you'll recognize that. It's it's that extra preparation coming off of the long trip to Germany that I think is important here. Chief, I think that gives that Chiefs a, a little bit of an advantage playing against the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 11, uh, which is the Monday night kick. 
Do you think that that's significant or that they, they did that purposefully to put that after the bye week? I don't know that they did it purposely to put it after the bye week, but I do think it's significant that Kansas City gets a chance to prepare for the Eagles coming off a of bye. I, I like that part of it. So, uh, you know, whether or not it was they have to do it right after their bye, I don't know. But, you know, having a bye week before that, uh, you know, before that game is, is certainly going to be better than after that game. And I'm trying to think, well, <laughs> it's funny enough, uh, Philadelphia has their bye week the same week. I think that helps even up the matchup. That makes sense. So it's not a matter of one one team having a bye week and the other not. So, yeah, it makes sense. I'm just kind of surprised because it usually doesn't work out that way. No, it, it really doesn't. And I think it does feed into a, a couple of storylines that uh, the league wants to promote. What do you guys think? Hit us with your comments here in the chat. And as well, if you're watching this on replay, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys too about what you think about the schedule overall. Uh, we'll also take it in the iTunes uh, reviews. That is Apple Up Podcasts as well as Spotify. I'd love to know what you guys think about that. Because at this point, I feel like that second, I'm sorry, the third quarter there, that string of games with Miami, Philadelphia, then back to the Raiders and uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, who, by the way, Jordan Love played some of his most of his action against the Chiefs two years ago. And if I remember correctly, that didn't go so well for Kansas City that night. So nope. that's certainly not a slack-off game. I, I think 2-2 two and two here is a reasonable exp explanation uh, for what I hope will happen. Yeah, and I will say the one thing that they didn't have going for them playing Week 13 is they didn't really have film on Jordan Love. They're going to have plenty of film on Jordan Love by the time they play this game in Week 13. So I do think that that's going to be a little bit different. And the other part of this that we haven't even discussed really is you look at what Kansas City has done in the past – their defense starts slow. Usually by week 11, week 12, they're starting to get to a point where they're actually hitting their stride. They get back to, you know, Spagnuolo knows what his team is capable of. And I think after the bye, you're going to see a defense that's a lot different than the first nine weeks. Yeah, I, I agree. So we're going to come back, finish out the last quarter of the season, and then go to what we think. What are our favorites? What are the ones we want to watch the most? And what do we think is going to be the most important games of this coming season right after this? So we're hitting our stride here. We have what is usually December a month that you have a lot of AFC West action, right? Not that much this time. It is December 10th. Buffalo Bills come to town. Another perennial matchup here. And they're doing this by no, no means by accident. Then the New England Patriots, uh, maybe slightly rejuvenated. We'll see what their quarterback situation is. Uh, a The next and the only the second noon kick for the Kansas City Chiefs this season is on Christmas Day against the Raiders. That Which one's going to be interesting. It is. It's going to be interesting, though. Um, you do get a, a noon game, but it is a nationally televised game. So, once again, lots and lots of eyes on you. They come back on New Year's Eve. That afternoon, kick against the Bengals at 325. And then they finish it the next week, uh, determined by uh, scheduling and flex, uh, will be – the last game against the Los Angeles Chargers. So there are two of the five games are AFC West. Two of them are also teams we expect to be right in the thick of it in the AFC playoffs as well. So maybe even three if you count the Patriots. What's your gut feeling tell you? You know, my gut feeling right now is I absolutely hate what they did to the Chiefs in Week 17. And I hate it because I don't like playing the Bengals so late in the season. And it's not because I don't want to play them. 
it's because I don't like playing them that late in the season and then more than likely you can end up playing them again in the playoffs. I don't like that quick turnaround scenario. So for me, I, I really don't like that, especially considering they're coming off and actually a short week at that point because they will have played on Monday night and it's going to be a uh, Sunday game. So, and yeah, they're going to be playing Monday night on two, on two separate weeks. You know, there are a lot of primetime games. I think by my count, it's, is it eight games that are in primetime this year? So if you count Monday, if you count the first week, that'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Eight primetime games, two noon kicks. One of them is a nationally televised game though. So there was only one time this entire season where we'll be on a normal kind of day where half the country gets to see the Chiefs play. The rest of the time, it is full throttle, red and gold, all over this NFL schedule. This is league buy-in. And I love to see that aspect of it. This puts a light on what I think is a burgeoning dynasty, and you want to have that exposure. It also comes with a little bit of pressure. You're going to play the Jets early. That might be one of my favorite matchups because I love the quarterback duel. And I have to admit, the Jets have come a little bit further into the spotlight. I think they could have made a, a playoff push last year if they just had a quarterback. Now there's no excuse. That early early season, that and the Germany game against Tyreek and the Dolphins, those are probably my two favorite matchups just to get out there and see the explosive nature of the offenses and see what happens. Before I give you my favorite games, I do want to say starting in week 12, they can't have flex scheduling. Mm-hmm. And scroll down just a second and let me point something out. Kansas City's in a 325 time slot in every single chance they have that's not prime time, which means any of those games could possibly potentially get flexed to a late game. So I don't know that, according to the league, I don't know that week one counts as a primetime game because it's, you know, you're on Thursday yeah, night sure and you're opening as a, as a Super Bowl champion, but according to schedule makers, it doesn't seem like it does because they were saying the Kansas City got six pr- six primetime games. Ah, okay. So in that case, they could technically get one more. I still count eight, considering everything that we've talked about. But if you scroll back down, you, you have to wonder, does that, does that December 10th game or December 31st game get flexed? That's true. I mean, it could be. It's tough. Those are both perennial uh, playoff teams right now with arguably the next couple of quarterbacks in the AFC. It's hard to see that getting uh, flexed anywhere but to a primetime game. Yep. So they're in a position where they could be primetime pretty much for seven games this year, counting what the league counts as primetime games. And who knows what's going to happen in Week 18. I think everything goes out the window Week 18. Uh, yeah. So – may not matter if they have seven games, if chiefs chargers ends up being something for maybe the division, which I don't see that being the case, but we'll talk about our predictions later. It's going to be intriguing. This is going to be a good schedule. I I really like week 11. And the reason I like it is because to me, you have gotten to a point where you know where your team is, you know what you're capable of on offense and defense, and you're going up against the team that you beat in the Super Bowl last year. And you get to see who improved the most from last year. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a, it's a check base. Uh, front offices have had their offseason. They've got their new rosters. 
who can fight through attrition, who can survive the injury bug. There's a lot of things that go into that matchup. But coming off of this last Super Bowl, uh, I think they've made strides, and you, you can foresee it. That's a good check-in. You, you, a couple weeks later against the Bills and the Bengals. Now, while I don't list those as my favorite games, I think those are the most pivotal games. The ones that you yeah. talked about, December 10th, December 31st, check. 14th, and 17th. Check this out. I haven't checked the schedule to verify this, but Bengals get two extra days to play the Chiefs because they play on ah, Saturday okay. the week before. So, okay. Which actually kind of makes sense without even really looking at it because most of the games are going to be on December 24th. There's only six teams playing on Monday night or on Monday for Christmas Day. Fair enough. And, you know, a, a little extra. It, Chiefs have been on that end of it uh, as well. So I'm not too worried about the extra preparation. At least me. it's at home. Yeah, and honestly, it, it won't make any difference to Andy Reid and his staff. They will be planning for no. that next week, let alone the month leading up to that ball game. Um, for those who, who who feel like the it's, a, it's just a week-to-week thing, no. Uh, there are definitely hot spots on every schedule every year that the staff, and particularly the players, circle. They know when it's coming. They're preparing for that game, and I know the Bengals will be one of them. Uh, it feels like it's going to be the Bills and the Eagles as well. Uh, we'll just have to see how their seasons scroll, progress. Scroll back up, please. Uh, okay. So I was going to say, the week 11, week 14, and week 17, I feel are going to be pivotal games that I'm sure Agreed. the staff is going to have huge implications on. Uh, and, and if you look at it, I would also say week two is going to be a good marker for this team. I think the yeah. Jaguars are going to be a good team. They're, you know, they were a playoff team last year. Uh, they gave Kansas City a hard time. And Doug Peterson's a great coach. Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback. They have a lot of weapons there. Obviously, all of this is subject to teams being healthy when they, when they play. True. Uh, True. But I actually I really like Kansas City's schedule. I think it works out really well. And I do like the Lions kickoff. Uh, I know a lot of people think that that may be kind of a weak, weak, week one game. I kind of disagree. I think the Lions are an upcoming team, and I think they're going to be in the playoff hunt this year, uh, and maybe even better than the playoff hunt. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying they got to come out with all the kneecaps still attached, and uh, everything will be okay. It's true. Dan Campbell's team is for real. I'm telling you. Um, okay, so those are our favorites. What's, what's the pitfall? What are you worried about? Which game gives you the most concern? Looking at the schedule, probably honestly, early on, I'd say look at all those away games. Uh, it helps Kansas City late in the season because they have a lot of home games late in the season. But you know, playing away at Jacksonville is going to be tough, playing away at New York is going to be tough. I'm not so worried about Minnesota, but Minnesota was a good team last year, even though their quarterback isn't great. Uh, and the Broncos are going to be tough this year just because you don't know what you're going to get into with Sean Payton and how he's going to get Russell Wilson going. Quite quite honestly, week four is, is kind of scary to me, and it's not really because of Rodgers. It's because of the team that they put around Rodgers. Mm-hmm. If he can play even halfway decent, the team they put around him should be very good. Agreed. Agreed. For me, the, the, the trip wires are Monday Night Football against the Eagles coming off of that bye. Although, you know, Andy's Andy's buy record is, is something to be marveled at. Uh, and, and the sleeper that I think they may have a better season to this point, we'll see if that's correct, uh, than most people are, are giving them credit for now, is Monday night against the Patriots on December 18th. I think that's going to be important. Uh, maybe not super pivotal. Uh, maybe I'm giving them a little bit too much credit, but I think that's something that they could come back and they have to keep their eyes on as well. 
Well, and the big question that I have, we see this every year. You can have great players, but you have to have great coaches. Did the Eagles get at least on par with where they were coordinator-wise going into the season? I think that's really going to affect how their season goes. Uh, yes, it could be a fantastic game. It could be a rematch of the Super Bowl, and it could be going down to the wire. And I think Kansas City's got to feel pretty good if it does. But again, there is a change when it comes to the Eagles. And there's a change when it comes to Kansas City, though. Kansas City's in a spot where they kind of have the familiarity of Matt Nagy's been here before. Andy Reid's still the one calling the plays. They know what is going on, and it's all kind of going to be the same. Been here, done that is something I think is going to get said forever but the new draft players the new rookies they all have to get on board with what this organization is and i do think the the memory of that organization i think is going to come through so i feel pretty good about this i'm not ready to make my prediction yet i'm gonna study up a little bit but generally i i feel like this is something that is not only going to emphasize kansas city for the rest of the league and quite frankly Yeah, it does look like this is going to be a schedule that is to be reckoned with. And it looks like maybe Ryan froze on this one. So apologies there. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to be making it back. So let us know what you guys think in the comments. Let us know what you think on YouTube. Ah, he is back. I'm back and forth. It, it is May, folks. It's May 11th and there's a snowstorm in Colorado. So apologies. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I was just saying, let us know what you think. Let us know what you're caught, you know, what you think the schedule is going to turn out uh, in YouTube comments. We this is going, this is live right now. There will be the comments open. Uh, let us know what you think on iTunes as well. We're more than happy to talk about this a lot more. We're going to have more of this coverage next week. We're probably going to get into the matchups a little bit more next week, I think, uh, just because we now have an idea of what's going on and maybe we can just go through quarter by quarter and kind of go that way about it next week. Agreed. Folks, Dustin, I like the way that you think. Thanks for making the comments. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Hopefully, uh, this is still rolling through and you can hear me. Live is always a fun thing because you never know what's going to happen. We appreciate you being with us. We'll have more follow-up for you all next week as we start to look in not only what game could be affected, but where the rookies slot in and who they're going to have to face on some of these opponents and where it is. I do like the AFC matchups there early in the second quarter of the season for the Kansas City Chiefs. So thank you for your time. Enjoy your evening, your Friday, and your weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. Start looking at where the prime matchups are for the players and the rookie class. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for staying up late with me, Chris. Yeah, no problem. You all have a good one, and we will talk to you next week.